guess what? It's me, Harun Rabbani. Why am I whispering? Because whispering makes a big difference to somebody's psychology. In today's episode of the NG Healing Podcast, we are going to look at the importance of sleep and how it massively affects your physical body and your mental body and your emotional body. start make sure you hit the like button make sure you subscribe make sure you share this special episode of the energy healing podcast no i will not be whispering for the entirety of this episode because it's a big strain on the vocal cords and anybody who's a singer or a voice coach already knows that so today we are deep diving into the health benefits of sleeping early we're also looking into why sleep improves productivity why sleep improves personal effectiveness, how to handle insomnia, and how ASMR can help you sleep. So I love my sleep, don't you? As a student, I could work late into the night, studying, revising, working on my projects, and I even felt like my creativity went through the roof. That was a long time ago. Now, if I stay up till 2am or 3am, it takes me three to four days to recover before I get my energy levels back up again. What the heck's happened? Is it old age? Yeah, I'm getting older, but I'm not old. As soon as I got my first job as a medical sales professional, I could not live like a student any longer. 5am starts became the norm for me, as were late night finishes. Somehow, the few of us who started early in that company also became its top sales performers. Then when I started my own business, my schedule went into disarray. My business suffered, my health suffered, and I was going through divorce. In the past eight years, I've been exploring this concept and watching lots of videos about something called the 5am club. It was being flouted by Robin Sharma. I tried it. I hated it. It didn't work for me. I felt so bad about myself at the time. And since then, I've been investigating the scientific research that has been done, as well as ancient wisdom from the 5,000-year-old Ayurvedic medicine from India on what they can demonstrate about sleep. What are the health benefits of sleeping early? Number one, you reduce the risk of getting cancer. Number two, you boost your energy levels. Number three, it improves your skin conditions. Number four, it controls the body weight. Number five, you feel more attractive. Number six, it relieves stress and anxiety far better. Number seven, you develop a better memory. Number eight, people who wake up early tend to be happier. Number nine, it strengthens the immune system so you can fight off all sorts of diseases. Number 10, according to the American Automobile Association, one out of six car deaths are due to lack of sleep. One out of every car accidents or car crashes is also due to people not sleeping properly. Lack of sleep has similar effects to alcohol intoxication in certain aspects of the brain. Number 11, it increases productivity. Number 12, it boosts athletic performance. So the couple of hours before midnight is one of the most powerful phases of sleep because it's the period where the body replenishes itself. You are rejuvenated on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. There's a lot of healing that takes place in your entire being. All the information you take into the brain throughout the day gets reorganized before midnight. 
If you're suffering, just imagine you've got this administration department in your brain filing away all the different files into the correct folders, into the correct cabinets. This is what takes place before midnight. If you're suffering a lot of stress and anxiety, then just wind your evening down earlier on so you can get this critical time to sleep. Going to bed at about 9.30pm seems to be about the optimal time to take advantage of the circadian rhythm. That way you can doze off by 10pm. Between 11pm and 1am, your nervous system gets to heal. Between 1am and 3am, the rest of your physical body starts to heal. As you sleep, you move through a series of different stages, which are categorized into rapid eye movement, REM sleep, and non-REM sleep. Non-REM sleep is divided into three sub-stages, one, two, and three, four. Moving through these stages is called one sleep cycle. An average healthy sleep cycle lasts about 90 minutes. The longer you sleep, the more sleep cycles you'll have. On average, people get three to six sleep cycles per night. Sleep begins with stage one through to two, followed by three and four. And finally, onto REM. Our body has a lymphatic system to drain out the waste and toxins at all times. But the brain's waste disposal system only works efficiently during sleep. During REM sleep, the brain cells actually shrink to allow the cerebrospinal fluid to flow 10 times faster in between brain cells than when we are awake. This process removes toxins leading to improved executive skills, which include concentration, attention and reactivity, decision-making, problem-solving, learning and memory, creativity, coordination, social skills, overall mood and health. This brain clearing helps clear out toxins such as beta amyloid protein which is known to build up in cases of Alzheimer's disease. A 2018 study found that just one night of sleep deprivation left participants with an increased accumulation of beta amyloid protein. In my mind, that in itself is good enough reason to make sure I sleep early. So why is it that some people prefer to be night owls, that means work late into the night, and some people morning larks, so they want to wake up super early and they are most happiest then? Well, we'll come on to that in a moment. But first of all, all of this has got to do with your circadian rhythm. Circadian comes from the Latin about a day. All plants and animals have circadian rhythms, which are different to each other, and in the human body is no different. This has been researched and studied for thousands of years in the world of Ayurveda, where specific parts of your body are at peak states and low states throughout the day. And so our body has adapted so that during the nighttime, we get the most amount of relaxation, rejuvenation and recovery for our entire body, not just our physical body, but our mental, emotional and spiritual body. An international review of studies led by Northumbria University in England says that night owls may have a higher risk of suffering from heart disease and type 2 diabetes than early arises for people with the evening chronotype, which is a natural preference for the evenings. Researchers have uncovered a growing body of evidence indicating an increased risk of ill health in people with an evening preference as they have more erratic eating patterns and consume more unhealthy foods. People who go to bed later tend to have unhealthier diets, consuming more alcohols, sugars, caffeinated drinks and fast foods 
They consistently report more erratic eating patterns as they miss breakfast and eat later in the day. Their diet contains less grains, rye and vegetables and they eat fewer but larger meals. They also report higher levels of consumption of caffeinated beverages, sugars and snacks than those with a morning preference who eat slightly more fruit and vegetables per day. This potentially explains why night owls have a higher risk of suffering from chronic disease. Glucose levels should naturally decline throughout the day and reach their lowest point at night. However, as night owls often eat shortly before bed, their glucose levels are increased when they are about to sleep. This could negatively affect metabolism as their body isn't following its normal biological process. One study showed that people with an evening preference were 2.5 times more likely to have type 2 diabetes than those with a morning preference. This also impacts on people who work shifts, particularly rotating shifts, as they are constantly adjusting their body clock to fit with their working hours. The researchers found that this reduces their sensitivity to insulin and affects their glucose tolerance, putting them at greater risk of developing type 2 diabetes. People's preferences to rising early and going to bed later change at varying points in the life cycle. The morning chronotype is more common in children and can appear when a baby is just three weeks old. This changes during adulthood. While over 90% of two-year-olds have a morning preference, this declines to 58% by the age of six and shifts further towards an evening preference during puberty. This evening preference continues until an adult reaches their early 50s and they then begin to revert back to a morning preference. Another study noted that being exposed to daylight influenced sleep. Every additional hour spent outdoors was associated with 30 minutes of advanced sleep and that the noise, ambient light and crowding of urban environments can make people in some areas more likely to have a morning or evening preference. The researchers also found evidence that night owls would accumulate sleep debt during the working week and would sleep longer at weekends to compensate for this, whereas early birds had smaller differences in their sleeping patterns across their week. Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine in Chicago co-led a study that looked at the effects that being a night owl might have on health and mortality. They looked at 430,000 adults over a period of six and a half years. One of the findings was that night owls are 10% more likely to die early than morning larks. In another study, the researchers found that night owls experienced something akin to jet lag every day. More precisely, connectivity was lower in certain brain regions of night owls than it was in morning larks. This meant that evening types had shorter attention spans, slower reactions and less energy than morning people. Circadian rhythms influence mental health as well, including the risk of psychiatric illnesses like depression and bipolar disorder, as well as the potential of neurodegenerative diseases like dementia. There are indications that circadian rhythms have an important influence on the immune system, as well as processes of DNA repair that are involved in preventing cancer. Early stage research indicates that the circadian rhythms can influence the effectiveness of anti-cancer drugs and that new medications may be able to harness biological clocks to kill cancer cells. A disturbed sleep-wake circadian rhythm can give rise to serious sleeping problems. Without the proper signaling from the body's internal clock, a person can struggle to fall asleep, wake up during the night or be unable to sleep as long as they want into the morning. 
Their total sleep can be reduced and a disrupted circadian rhythm can also mean shallower, fragmented and lower quality sleep. Other studies have identified circadian rhythm disruptions as potential contributors to obstructive sleep apnea, a sleep disorder marked by repeated lapses in breathing. OSA reduces the body's oxygen levels and causes numerous sleep disruptions throughout the night. So here's the thing. One of the very important neurotransmitters for sleeping is melatonin. Melatonin production takes place in the pineal gland, or in Indian terminology, in the third eye. When you are exposed to daylight or bright light, melatonin production drops down. So, for example, when I wake up first thing in the morning, I step outside the house into the garden and I look towards the sun. I don't stare at the sun, of course. I look towards the sun and what that does is it reduces dramatically my melatonin levels. If I did that before I went to sleep, then I would not be able to sleep because my melatonin levels are too low. It means that do anything to avoid disruption of melatonin levels. So some of the disruptors of melatonin production are, of course, bright lights, staring at computer screens or smartphone screens, exposure to high levels of electromagnetic radiation. So, for example, one of the things that we do is turn off the Internet, turn off your Wi-Fi, because that does have an effect on your melatonin production. Since it takes a couple of hours of melatonin production levels to be high enough for you to fall asleep, then it is critical that you wind down your evening earlier on. And one of the other things that happens, of course, is excitation of your nervous system. What causes excitation? Well, obviously coffee and other caffeine-based products. Certain teas like green tea and everyday normal breakfast tea has caffeine in it. And one of the things that I've found is I also get excited by the projects I'm working on or something that I've watched. So one of the things for me not to do is start getting excited about stuff that's happening in my life when I get closer to bedtime because that just keeps me awake. Now, I might be weird, but it keeps me awake all throughout the night. And I know it does for some of my clients and some of my friends. Some of the tips I can share with you that will help you to get a better night's sleep is during the day, expose yourself to natural light, especially early in the day. It helps reinforce the strongest circadian cue. Another thing is follow a consistent sleep schedule. If varying your bedtime or morning wake-up time may hinder your body's ability to adjust to a stable circadian rhythm. Get daily exercise. Activity during the day can support your internal clock and help make it easier to fall asleep at night. So exercises can be going for long walks at the least. Limit light before sleep. So artificial light exposure at night can interfere with circadian rhythm. And experts advise dimming lights and putting down electronic devices. Keep naps short and early in the afternoon if you do any at all. Late and long naps can push back your bedtime and throw your sleep schedule off kilter. At the top of the podcast, I was whispering. So what is whispering? It's all to do with ASMR. What is ASMR for sleep? ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response and is described by many who experience this as a tingling sensation that starts in the head or neck and travels down the spine. It can make you feel relaxed, calm, or even make you feel like you could fall asleep. So most common forms of ASMR are whispering, nail tapping, 
even stuff like ripping up paper. How can ASMR help sleep? While people use ASMR to relax, most people use it specifically to help them fall asleep. Multiple studies have shown that when people with ASMR watch a video, it helps them relax, relieves their stress and makes it easier for them to fall asleep. Of course, this is watching an ASMR video. The positive impacts of ASMR may aid sleep in several ways. It provides pain relief. Over half of people with insomnia live with chronic pain. Even temporary pain makes it challenging for the body to relax enough to fall asleep. Studies have shown that when people with ASMR watch videos, they experience pain relief for several hours. It also improves the mood. Individuals with ASMR also experience a feeling of well-being after watching videos. Like the pain relief, these improvements in mood last for several hours afterwards, even if the tingling sensations do not occur. The improvements in mood tend to be more pronounced among individuals with moderate to severe depression. Individuals with ASMR tend to score higher on the neuroticism personality trait, which can be associated with depression and lower emotional stability. However, this mood-lifting effect only occurs amongst individuals capable of experiencing ASMR. ASMR videos do have the same uplifting effect on those who do not engage in ASMR. It lowers stress. Difficulty sleeping is a common symptom of depression, but even everyday stress can interfere with sleep. It elevates your heart rate and makes it harder to relax and fall asleep. Fortunately, watching an ASMR video can significantly lower the heart rate of people who can experience ASMR. To enhance the ASMR experience, try listening in a quiet, relaxed place like your bedroom. Binaural headphones can also enhance the sound of ASMR. The question is, do you experience ASMR? Well, the only way to find out is to experiment and see. But one indication that shows that you do experience ASMR is, for example, when somebody runs their fingers through your hair and you get this tingling sensation on your crown, it almost sends shivers down your spine. It almost feels orgasmic. If you feel that, then you experience ASMR, and of course, different people will respond to different types of ASMR. I've created an ASMR video for people suffering from insomnia. It is eight hours long. So that means you put on the video and you listen to it. You don't watch it. You listen to it as you fall asleep and you let it play throughout the night. I did this because there's a whole bunch of my own friends and clients who struggle to sleep through the night. So this is my gift to you. So if you're wondering why I was whispering at the top of the episode, then it's because for some people, it just helps them relax their mind. If you're suffering from insomnia and you would like to give it a shot, then, then click on the link in the description and use it tonight. Use it for a few nights and let me know how you get on. Put it down in your comment section. And if you like it, then I will create another one in the future. I hope this episode of the NG Healing Podcast has been as useful for you as it has been for me. I will see you next time. Bye for now.